0: The jail booth became a confessional, full of admitted sins, forgiveness, and answered prayers. In the midst of his ramblings about how and why he could do better, I heard myself mumble, brother, we need you. All right, all right, all right. We back, baby. We are here in Augusta, Black Man Lab, Afterflow, powered by the New Georgia Project. Excited to be here, what a beautiful evening. Uh, We're in a a safe and sacred space, a space built um, by us, for us. Uh, This was powerful. Just absolutely awesome to come into this space, to feel this energy for all of these brothers, these young brothers, these young, strong brothers. We had some more seasoned brothers all together in the same space. And so in Augusta, Augusta, that's right, in, in Augusta. I said that we are in Augusta for real, for real. We want to turn to you brothers and have you all introduce yourselves so that they know that black men in Augusta got something to say. So we're going to start with you, Mayor-elect,
1: sir. It. My name is Garnett Johnson, and I'm a proud small business owner as well as the Mayor-elect for the city of Augusta. Man, it has truly been an honor to host the, uh, this event tonight. I'm excited about the energy that's been in the room. I'm excited about the exchange of ideas and, and just looking forward to more dialogue.
0: This space... I, I I just can't let you off the hook so easily. This space, uh, when did y'all build it? We 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 we, we broke ground in 2018.
1: Uh, it was a labor of love. We started acquiring property in 2016, and as you know, as a small business, it takes a while to kind of uh, to, to establish a capital and then and to get the loans. Um, but we're we're proud of the the finished product. We're excited about the offering that we're able to give to our customers and also our our prospects.
0: What do y'all do in the space other than, I, obviously tonight, this was like Black Man Lab Central, brothers from all over. The Omegas came out here deep, man, so all the Q-Dogs out here, your boys represented, man, we gonna give them credit, now. Nah, they came deep. um, But Other than doing this, what is the space uh, used for on a daily basis? This is an actual functioning
1: showroom. We sell commercial grade office furniture to all sectors of uh, private sector, federal government, higher education. Uh, We essentially sell furniture across the entire world. We have a GSA contract we sell to the Department of Defense and and the Marine Corps.
0: Hey, and and I told him, I said, I I was in the Navy and today I met an admiral, his wife. (laughs) All right. <laughs> so he's got a strong partner in life and love and they built together. And it reminds me, Haki Matabuti once said when my wife and I were engaged some 28 years ago, he, we asked him, you know, do you have any any advice for us? And he said, build something together. Build then he just walked together. away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that was that was that was dope. So it's beautiful that you all have built this together. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. yeah. Now, she
1: is my partner. She's my inspiration. So thank you for that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Young, young fella, what's up, brother? You, you, you come highly recommended from Dr. Toure. We were just with him in Savannah. Uh, he was um, took us on a tour. Obviously, always, as he says, planting seeds. So it looks like he planted a seed in you. And tell the world, the Black Man Lab world, who you are and the seed that's planted in you.
2: So my name is Davis Green. Um, I was born here in Augusta, raised in Augusta. I'm a product of the Richmond County School System. Um, so, so wait a minute. Now in Savannah, high schools are big things, man. It's like a war,
0: right? <laughs> is it the same way in Augusta? Yes, or... it is. All right. So why high? You better claim your high school, man.
2: So I am a graduate of the Richmond County Technical Career Magnet School. Um, All right. Graduated twenty nineteen. Um, I currently attend Georgia Southern University, and I am pursuing a degree in criminal justice. All
0: right. Right on. Right on. And you are how old?
2: I am twenty two years old.
0: Twenty two. Twenty two. Man, brother, brother, chairman, what, what, what did it feel like when you were 22?
3: Oh wow!
0: <laughs> I'm gonna stop right there. Yeah, this is please. a this is a rated G. Y'all wanna yes. admit, I don't wanna think too hard about being 22.
3: <laughs> we have a right against self-incrimination. Right that's right that's, <laughs> right. that's
0: right. That's right. The whole world is gonna see this. We don't want no problems. No smoke. What's happening, my brother? What's going on, Doc? How you doing? I'm great, man. Introduce How's yourself. Good?
4: So uh, my name is Darryl Roll, and I am a serial entrepreneur here in Augusta, Georgia, uh, like uh, Mayor-elect here. You know, uh, I find problems and, you know, create solutions and make a few dollars while I'm at it.
0: Hey, so. a, a serial entrepreneur. So you, you, you building businesses.
4: Hey man, one after the next.
0: That's beautiful, that's beautiful. One of the things that you said, man, that caught me, um, And I'm always in these black man labs, something always touches me. Mm -hmm. But you said, as you looked around, you saw mentors in this room of yours. Absolutely. Um, Say a little bit more about how men, men, because that's not the conversation that we typically have, right? That that men are pouring into other men because everybody wants to say, black men ain't supporting each other. That hasn't been your experience, right? So tell us a little bit about how black men have poured into you and then we're gonna let the chairman jump in.
4: Absolutely, real quick. I mean, uh, my story isn't really unique. You know, I grew up in a single mother, you know, household. And uh, you know, so I mean, you know, my uncles helped raise me, yes, you sir. know, uh through my life. And uh, you know, when I was speaking to the men in the room, you know, I paid homage to the men in the room that actually took the time to pour in a five minute conversation, mm-hmm. to have lunch with me, to have right. dinner with me, to be able to say, hey, you know, this is the blueprint that I laid out, yes, you sir. know, you should try this, right? And I think that's so important, especially in this society, because, man, there's a there's an old African proverb that goes something like this. It says, you know, if, if you uh, teach a fish how to climb a tree, he's gonna forever think that he's stupid, mm. okay? yeah yeah. And, and so what we what we have to do as black men is we have to make sure that for the next generation that we're properly teaching you know our young entrepreneurs, you know our young um, uh, black you know tech students, you know our our next wave of politicians you know the blueprint to you know what success really looks like. and so I just appreciated that because Man. And, you know uh, it means a lot you know when it comes to forming you know, um, my career and as well as, you know, what's the uh, for the future.
0: We appreciate appreciated you not only sharing that, but you also use that language su- succession plan the need for a succession plan. Y'all heard that now. This is Augusta, y'all. Black man got something to say. We got our, our brother. Uh, this effort has been powered by the New Georgia Project. Uh, brother Chairman uh, Francis, attorney, reverend, brother. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you one one more title before it's over, but for right now, we'll leave it there. Uh, brother Francis, your experience tonight here in the Black Man Lab here in Augusta. Um, tell the people what you felt, what you experienced.
3: So each city has been different. Um, Augusta has been deeply spiritual to me. Um, As I drove up, knowing that we would be on Telfair Street. Mm. I know this street was named for Governor Telfair. And I also know that in the early parts of the formation of this state, there was a meeting here in Augusta of the Confederation of American Indians, as they were called. They were Creek and Cherokee. They gathered here to ask the government to keep its word that it had established in the Treaty of New York, 1790. At That point, Georgia extended no further than the Oconee River. Everything west of the Oconee River, which would have included Atlanta, Macon, Albany, everything else was supposed to be sacred and safe space Mm. for those people, for our ancestors. And it was here that Governor Telfair, sensing the peaceful nature of those folks, ordered General Twiggs to attack them with 700 militia and invaded what they call Indian country in our westward expansion. Why are you bring that up? Because as we ask black men, what do we want this government to do? We want it to keep its word. Mm. The word it didn't keep to the Creek people, the word it is not keeping to us right now. Mm. That word is in the preamble to the constitution, provide for our common defense. These young men said we are not safe in these streets to promote the general welfare, to establish everything that is government for the perpetuation of us, our liberty, our happiness. Mm-hmm. And and so it's been deeply spiritual yeah. in a place with so much transgression of what was promised. And then to, to sit in a space where a mayor-elect, mayor-elect mm-hmm. John, mayor Johnson is going into office. And his queen. And his queen. And my queen. But not just that, a majority black commission. Mm-hmm. But not only that A school board But not only that Every lever of government Every reign of power Control May the government here Do better than the government then And that is what it's all about Deeply spiritual for me
0: Well brother um, We asked the question Mm -hmm. And you've, you've, you've Responded in some ways But we've asked the question And we'd ask that you say it in one word If there was one thing, one aspect of what government has control over, what would be the one thing you would say if you were able to look right in the face of the next governor, the next senator, the next labor commissioner, the next secretary of state, whoever it is that you're speaking to, what's the one thing, hey, we need more of this or less of this. Here's what we need. Mm. Tell them right now, because black men got something to say, and we in Augusta, we want to hear it. Tell them.
2: I would say that the one thing that the government can really, you know, do better on is safety. Safety. All right. That's
1: that's easy. Create more opportunities for businesses
0: of color. Mm -hmm. Create more opportunities for business of color.
4: Accountability.
0: Accountability. Mm -hmm. Accountability. Accountability. Government accountability.
3: Y'all heard it. Right here in Augusta. We're in Augusta. Say it loud, I'm black and proud. I'm black and I'm proud. Hey, right on. Black men's got something to say.
0: Here's the last thing we want you all to do because we will have black men some years in the future wondering what we did as black men every day to be our best selves. What are your habits, rituals, or disciplines? If you can give it to us in 30 seconds, what do you do on a daily basis that allows you to operate at the level that you're operating at? That's easy. It's always keeping myself out of
1: my comfort zone, Mm. always challenging myself to put myself in unique positions to capitalize on opportunities to grow myself, to grow my business and to grow others
0: that are around me. Get out your comfort zone. Out your comfort zone. Don't don't be where you. have Oh, I'm chilling. No time for chilling. No time for chilling. chilling. Make life stretch you. Yes. We talked about tension last last night. That tension builds Mm -hmm. muscle. There it is. All right. Come on, young brother.
2: I would say daily I take risk. And what I mean by risk is, like Mayor Elect said, stepping out of the comfort zone. Um, And one of the risks that I have taken on in this endeavor Is running for Georgia House of Representatives for District 129. He bringing it. Look
0: at him. He bringing it home, boy. He said. He said, "I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna miss an opportunity if it's a mic in front of me. I'm gonna let him know what I'm doing." I heard you, brother. We know that you're running. We're proud that you're taking the risk, and that you know. At the end of the day, we're clear that we have to take the risk in this world um, because that's the only way you win. My brother, what do you what do you do on a daily basis? Uh,
4: I'll give you two quick things, man. Yes, sir. Uh, if you're not first, you're last. So I'm up at 4 a.m. You know, working out. You and, you, uh, you got
0: you got close to him. Yeah. He does this 3:30, and and so 4 a.m. That's well, I know, different. I I'm
4: up at 3:30, but I'm at the gym at
0: 4. I I I props props you know. props and respect.
4: And then um, the next thing is, man, I read at least an hour a day. Mm. At least an hour a day, and I just I won't break that. All like, right, I gotta read at least an hour a day.
0: 20 more seconds. Yep. What kind of material are you reading? Um,
4: man, to be honest with you, man, I, I just really started digging more deeply into autobiographies. Mm. Um, but before that, it was just, man, just business strategies, right? Just understanding how the the chess pieces on the table move.
0: You do that reading. You work out physically first.
4: Yes, absolutely. Yep.
0: Then you read. Then I read, yep. Before you start the Anything. rest of your day. Yep. Y'all, man, hey. This is, this is why we're here, because we're looking. That's the lab, right? We're trying to figure out what goes into the making of a black man. We know that it's not by accident or coincidence.
3: Is that fair? That's right. All right, I mean, brothers. better making of men.
0: The that's better right. making of men. We give thanks, y'all. Can we give it up for our brothers? <laughs> I got a book for you, too.